Hello. Hey. And we're here for Dream Stories again. Again. Can Once you again. believe it? <laughs> I know. Every week it happens. Oh, my goodness. At the same time. Well, no. <laughs> Most That's every not week. true. Most every every day. The yeah. same day. We don't yeah. always get it released at the same time. But Well, you know, we so. hit the ground running this morning, and we knew we needed to get this done today. We do. And, and You're this all is a, sweaty. You've been out in the yard working. I got on my workout pants. We I'm do. not going to work out, Well, but, but I have them on. You do have them on. <laughs> and we've got a really special guest this morning. That's why we're a little bit uh, behind on getting the podcast set up is right. we had a guest to come on this morning because some of our listeners know we've been praying for a dear friend of ours named Jill Miranda who had COVID-19 and really was in critical condition in the hospital with a ventilator and the whole nine yards, really. Yeah, so. yeah. And before we bring her on, she's, she's going to talk a little bit with us today, but before yeah. we bring her on, let's just talk about setting up the scenario what all we're going to talk to her about today and and what our listeners will be hearing. yeah what 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 folks are going to be interested in is the dreams that surrounded this situation geo was doing pretty well was sick but doing pretty well got extremely sick uh when by the time uh sarah got him to the emergency room his oxygen level was at 40 so our medical folks out there will know that's not good at all yeah he went right on a ventilator and i'll just be honest we can say now because i don't hope it doesn't upset sarah now we can say now they told us he wasn't going to make it i mean and it was going to be a slim it was going to be just a slim chance of it turns out he was covid positive covid positive and um he was a very very sick man. I yeah. mean, he's still in the hospital right he now. Is. Right now, while this. we're doing this, he yeah. is—he's uh, off the ventilator in a in a step down unit and preparing to come home. And we'll probably do two or three episodes on this because it's not just the dream we're going to talk about today. It's a series of dreams with multiple people having the dreams that impacted right. the situation. That's right. But let's bring Sarah on because we want to talk about the dream that that turned things around from he's not going to make it right. to he's getting better. Right. So uh, let's talk about that one. But let's bring on, this is uh, Sarah Miranda, Gio's wife. And uh, Sarah, good to have you today. Hello, good to good to be on. Well, we're really excited to have you on our podcast. We're we're, we're just so so. It's always so fun to have a guest, and particularly somebody who we know and love, uh, like you guys. So we're really glad to have you. And uh, just make yourself at home. Uh, we got you by telephone, and uh, okay. we'll just we'll just talk today. But um, let me just say this uh, as we get as we get started. Um, how what sort of give us your shorthand version of what you experienced because i think it would be important for people what you experienced prior to your dream we're going to talk about your dream to to go to have someone go and encourage geo but but what was what were you feeling what was going on with you prior to that dream um i was just well before i went to bed that night i had prayed that um god would somehow um connect me to his spirit so I could talk to him. Oh, because, wow. Yeah, because I um, because he has COVID and I knew I couldn't visit him in the hospital. So that night I had asked, I prayed that God would somehow connect us so I could talk to him in the spirit. So, now, you left that little tidbit out when you told us all about yeah. this dream. That's yeah. pretty powerful. And, you know, Michael yeah. and I have talked a lot of times on, on the podcast about, is it okay, you know, to talk to people in dreams and stuff? And sometimes it's even people who have already passed. But, wow, you asked to connect to someone who was living 
Yeah. That's mm-hmm. pretty amazing. You know what I love, Sarah, and I need to say this for our yeah. listeners' sake, is there's yeah. nothing wrong with asking God for something like that. That That's just like yeah. asking your dad for a cookie. I mean, that, seriously, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 a, yeah. it's a precious thing. For my listeners, I want to caution you, and for you, Sarah, I want to caution you. We don't want to be caught yeah. up in pursuing it and be consumed by that kind of request. Mm. But yeah. to ask, you know, you ask your dad for a cookie, he gives you one that's great. Then tomorrow you ask him for a cookie, he says not right now, and you just keep pestering him for a cookie, yeah. and you kind of get yourself in trouble. Yeah. So, so I love it yeah. because I you didn't just say, I'm going to hound you, God, to you do what I want, you said, I would like this. And you know, you, you, this is a thing. Gio was unable to speak. You know, you had dropped him off at the emergency room the day before. They didn't allow you to go back. You, they don't allow yeah. visitors right now. Then he got transferred from a smaller rural hospital where I actually happen to work. And he got transferred <laughs> to a little, a bigger hospital where he was on yeah. a ventilator. Was it that night that you had the dream or the next night? Was it the second night? Um, I'm think- I believe it was, it was close up to like, um, like, I think it was the, the Friday night. So okay. it was like two nights two later. Nights two later. nights later. And the reason why I say that yeah. is because when you start talking about the dream and you mention one Ooh. of the things that I think is very important, I want to touch on that. So, um, yeah, which yeah, I think why, don't we, why don't we just jump right in? So okay. we've got plenty of time. Why don't you share? So we set the stage, all this is going on. We're being told by the nurses that it's. There's a very small chance of him coming home. It's really, really bad. I think we were trying to keep you kind of a little bit in the dark on that to, to, to you just settle down, but, but telling you how serious yeah. it was. And so you knew it was serious. You knew it was prob- you probably knew it was that serious. Uh, yeah. And that's the stage that's been set going into this. Geo's on the vent, can't talk. He's in a medically induced coma, and you have the dream. So tell us what, tell tell everybody. We've heard it. So you tell everybody what you dreamed. Well, and um, when I was praying uh, Saturday, um, I was the first time I was actually able to see him via iPad. So this is, I prayed that prayer on Friday night because I hadn't even seen him. So Right, that's right. Um, yeah. So um okay, so I I um had a dream where I it was like my spirit was at the end of my husband's hospital bed and there was a priest there and I kept hearing last right. I heard that a couple times. And um the priest was on the left side of my husband and he was holding his left hand. And um, then all of a sudden, I was pulled away from the hospital bed, and I was in some kind of, like, limbo or kind of looked like a desert. But he was all by himself. And um, in the desert, in that limbo place, I saw him, but he couldn't see me because his not that he probably couldn't see me, but his head was down. He just looked depressed, defeated, um, just alone, basically. And um, then I heard, um, I think, oh, the, and then, then I went back um, into the hospital room. And the priest 
told me that he had overheard he had um, overheard the nurses and the um, the doctors talking that he might not make it. Um, and then at the very end, it ended off with uh, the priest looked at me and said, you need to tell him to fight. And then it was almost like he was shaking my shoulders and saying, like, he said it twice to get my attention and like very intense eyes, but he was like, you need to tell him to fight. And he wasn't yelling, but it was very firm and authoritative. Like, don't let this pass. You have to tell him to fight. Yeah. And then I went back and I woke up and I was gasping for air. So I felt, I felt like I was really there. <laughs> oh, it was an, <laughs> definitely an important dream because you called me immediately yeah. and was telling me about the dream. And when yeah. I heard it, I, I Michael was doing something in the office, and I called him to the bedroom, and I said, you've got to hear this dream that Sarah just had. I, you began to tell the dream again, and Michael just got a fire lit up in him, and he he called yeah. the hospital, and he was, you know. Yeah, I actually walked out of the bedroom and Lisa, <laughs> with Lisa yelling at me, where are you going? Where I mean, are you going? I wanted him to encourage Sarah, you know, with the dream, and he was like, I've got to call the hospital. we got to tell Gio to fight. So, anyway, that's a whole nother thing, but I, I, I just yeah. am so blown away. A couple of things I wanted to mention is how good God is. You asked for him to connect you to Geo's spirit and the God allowed you, your creator God allowed you to witness and feel what Geo was feeling with seeing it visually. So the priest, look, Geo grew up Catholic. So God used yeah. a language that you understood. The only reason why a yeah. priest would be coming into someone's hospital room when they're COVID positive is maybe when they're on their deathbed and they're about to give the last rites. And what I love about the yeah. dream, Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong, but did you say he was there? He was uh, he could give last rites. He was there about last rites, but he was not giving last rites, right? No, he wasn't giving them. He was telling. He was telling me how discouraged was yeah and that he had overheard the like because he could still hear so obviously he had heard something that really discouraged him well one thing that people may not in that place right so one thing that people may not know is when you're in a medically induced coma when you are intubated with a on a ventilator you actually can have the ability to hear you know they'll allow you to be in a light enough sleep so they can give you a couple of meds with uh, the propofol that actually, you know, quiets you and doesn't allow you to move. It's almost like paralytic, but you can still hear. And so he probably did hear them talking about his numbers. I mean, his mm-hmm. numbers were low. We talked about his low oxygen level, but we hadn't even mentioned that his heart rate was in the 30s. Yeah, yeah and his blood pressure was low. Yeah, and- his blood pressure was yeah. like, you know, sometimes they were like 90 or 80 over, you know, 35, 40, and... And I wanted to encourage you after you had that dream, but I'm telling you, if you had yeah. not had that dream, it was hard for me to hang on. So it was an encouragement yeah. for me to believe with you because as a nurse, I saw all these numbers and I remember I kept telling Michael, Michael, you cannot live with this yeah. kind of numbers. It just doesn't, you know, you have organ failure. So many things happen and 
it was amazing. Even that day when Michael had a chance to get him on the iPad, Michael said, I'm pretty sure I saw his eyes flicker and I saw a response when we got you and the girls on the yeah. front, on the iPad with him. But and one, yeah. one, and one of the things I want to say, Sarah, well, for you, and go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Well, no, at the end of um, my dream, when I woke up, I heard the first part of uh, it was, it was, it was a Bible verse I found out later, but the spirit of a man can endure sickness. Um, but um, who can provide? Who can survive a broken spirit? Oh wow! So, um, but that's Proverbs eighteen fourteen. So I heard that when I woke up, and I was like, "That's a Bible verse." <laughs> that's good, and, and, it went, and that's a beautiful thing for teaching on dreams because you had the encouragement of the dream. And then you hear, and, and it's a, an amazing dream because I want to just share with you that was more than just a dream. We talk about this on our podcast various times. Dreams can have literal elements, but they're predominantly metaphorical, and there was a lot of metaphor in that. So I would call it a dream. But additionally, dreams can be the vehicle by which we have spiritual encounters. We have literal events we participate in uh in dream form and that's what was happening with you you were probably your spirit and and as christians we do i know we have people who who listen to the show who are not christians but for my faith base as a christian as christians we struggle sometimes with this with things we call out-of-body experiences but but the truth is that there are multiple examples of things like that in the Christian Bible, in both the Jewish Old Testament, the, the Jewish and Christian Old Testament, the the Christian New mm-hmm. Testament. There are examples of these things where there are encounters that you couldn't necessarily call physical, and it's a spirit-based encounter instead of a soul-based encounter. And so, what you had in that dream was a spirit-based encounter. That was probably okay. with some form of uh, a spirit being, the, the priest in that dream being representative of spiritual authority. And either, and, and I think the way the priest responds to you, it's unlikely that that priest represented God. Because I think God would have taken a little more authoritative stance towards Geo, whereas the priest in this case was giving you direction as a messenger almost like an angel and so i would call that priest an angel Hmm. but it was also metaphorical and representative of something that literally needed to be done while you're there with this encounter with an angel then god moves you out of the dream into a spirit encounter with geo and that limbo place for everybody's knowledge geo's uh, vent is tube is out and and we've actually had some chances to talk to him and he shared some things uh since this dream and has shared he felt like he was in a place of limbo just the way you described the place he was in that wilderness Mm -hmm. or desert place he was in and he was down and so you got to not only get the instructions from the angel at the end to somebody has to tell him to fight and i thought it was Mm -hmm. interesting it didn't say the dream didn't say you have to tell him to fight yeah. Somebody needs to tell him to fight. Somebody has to tell him to fight. And I think yeah. maybe you had to as well. But but the the whole thing was somebody has to tell him to fight. He's got to be encouraged. Discouragement, yeah. the passage of scripture that you heard at the end, discouragement, mm-hmm. his spirit broken, was mm-hmm. more dangerous to him than the physical condition yeah. he was in. 
That's yeah. what that dream was telling you. Yep. Uh, that if his spirit wasn't revived, his body wouldn't mm-hmm. recover. You know, there are times where we don't know. You know, I think uh, many times people, especially Christians, don't know if it's okay to uh, pray for healing. Uh, they want to know. Like, sometimes people are in a hopeless place, Michael. And I know I've seen people come to you before when they they had a loved one who were was in the midst or process of somewhat dying, similar to where Gio mm-hmm. was, on a ventilator, not doing well. And they had dreams where they saw their parent coming home and you know that dream could go either way it could be them coming home to a physical home or it could be them going home to be with God and so you you know I've, I've heard you interpret dreams sometimes so sometimes it is definitely a spirit-led interpretation right. to know how to accept that we could have just thought hmm well maybe he's going to get his last rights maybe he's going home but when and that's what i was thinking at first when sarah said there was a priest in the room it was almost like it was a last rights priest my first thought was oh god he's he's gonna go home to be he's gonna go home to be with his creator you know how do you know when and and is it a spirit thing that you just know inside well what i love is is in this particular dream when sarah when you shared that dream with lisa and i was brought into the room to listen because this was all by telephone for our listeners mm-hmm. sarah and geo are local they are here in the same community we live in in birmingham alabama and geo is currently in one of our local hospitals which is where he was on the vent even uh but the in this the, the sharing of the dream took place over the phone and when and what i would say is when i heard that dream about the loved one going home i just felt in my spirit it was home to heaven in the other instance i i couldn't explain it i just felt right. it and so i was very careful with the family to share with them this could be coming home to the house but you need to be prepared that there's a chance and then i later told them that there's a good chance this is about him coming home to heaven and he was improving actually and then passed away with the dream, when I heard Sarah share this dream, there was no doubt. It was not even a think it through moment. And what was the, the thing that the, yeah. the key that stuck to me? The key that hit me when I heard it was the priest who said, for me, it was the priest who said he was there. He was a priest who gives last rites, but he was not huh. there giving them. That was the key for me. He was not, if this is a priest in the Catholic tradition, it's essential. It's urgent that a priest complete last rites before a person passes away. And and so the fact that he could have done it, but wasn't doing it, told me something. And then when you get to the end of Sarah's dream with the, the, the shaking her shoulders and say, you tell him to fight, someone needs to tell him to fight. That was really clear to me. Okay, what I saw, that was a confirmation in the dream yeah. for me. And so, Sarah, I, you know, I didn't even stop and talk to you. I mean, it would have been nice to have encouraged you. <laughs> I know. He, I tell him, I'm telling him the dream, or she's telling him the dream, and Michael just walks out of the room, and I said, uh, Michael? I was kind of mad at you. Were you were mad at me. And I said, Sarah, I'm sorry. He just walked out, and I don't know why. And I'm screaming at you, Michael, Michael, where are you at? And you were like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on the phone with the hospital. I was like, well, that didn't take long. Well, my immediate, my immediate response, my immediate response was this dream demands a response. 
That's something that yeah. there are dreams you have. And where it seemed urgent. It seemed urgent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are mm-hmm. dreams you have that you know you need to respond, but there's time to respond. And there are other dreams like this one where you feel the need to respond and it needs to be done now. So for me, I just have to be honest, Sarah. For me, uh, I was Sarah and Gio's pastor for, uh, gosh, I don't even know how long. How long was it, Sarah? Several it was, years. Yeah, it was a lot of years. Several. Yeah, it was a lot of years. <laughs> so it was well, a lot Gio of years. told you yesterday you're still his pastor. My so. oldest one's <laughs> almost nine. So. Yeah, so, so it was a long time. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time. So I was their pastor for a long time, and so... For me, now, I'm not saying this is the interpretation to the dream, but mm-hmm. for me, and this is what I love about dreams. Dreams can mean one thing to the dreamer and something else to a hearer, or they can have yeah. layers of meanings. And so for Sarah, this was a message from an angel. This was a message from God. Somebody has to tell me if I, but when I heard that dream, what I immediately heard was, Michael, you're his pastor you're the priest. You have to tell him to fight. That's so good. You know, and I don't want to read into this dream. I want to ask you something, Sarah. It seemed to me, based on how you told me the dream when it was so fresh, that it was like the priest was standing there looking at Gio, and the priest knew he was in limbo. See, when you first saw the priest, he could have said Mm -hmm. to you in that moment, uh, tell Gio to fight. But instead, the dream played out. The priest is looking at Gio kind of discerning where is geo what's going on the next scene is you're being sucked out kind of like almost like a vortex into almost like a desert like place you're looking yeah. at geo and his head is hung down you said he looks so sad and you had this mm-hmm. knowing that he heard or and you came back into the room and the priest said he's mm-hmm. discouraged because he's heard everything and then it's like the mm-hmm. angel gets empowered and turns to you the priest mm-hmm. i say the angel and says you must tell him to fight this is so urgent it was that limbo state it was like many times in the medical field you'll hear a mm-hmm. physician say he needs he doesn't have any fight left in him or they need mm-hmm. to fight you know you know a patient is doing well when they're angry with you it's a good sign yeah. When they get angry at a doctor, the doctor's like, yeah, yeah, he's mad. That's good. That means something's going on. There's a determination inside of them. So yeah. uh, would you say that was kind of how it was? It's like the, the priest almost was discerning where was Geo in that moment. And then he turned to you and said, okay, I don't know. It's just something that came into my mind. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because he was holding his hand. He was, he was showing him compassion and like, I don't know. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah. Well, what yeah. I love, what I love, we don't have, we only have about five or six minutes left on this episode. We're going to, I promise listeners, we're going to, th- there's more dreams in this. There's four or five more dreams involved in this process. There's the dreams that prepared Sarah, and uh, there's the dreams about uh, Geo's actual recovery. There's this dream about, you know, ministering healing into him or, or fight back into him and some other things that have taken place. And we're so excited because at some point we'll get to hear from Gio as well. And the experiences he had in this process, which are dreamlike in their nature. But I want to just for before, you know, we can talk about a couple of other things, but before we, we run out of time, I want to make clear, what did we do? How did we respond? So what happened when Sarah shares the dream, I left the room 
I immediately called the chaplain's office at the hospital and said, what do I need to get into his room? I'll sign a waiver. I'll come to work for the hospital as a chaplain. Uh, what, I mean, this is how intense the feeling was for me. I have to see Gio and I have to tell him to fight. And um, not that you didn't need to as well, but it was the impact of your dream well, on me. Didn't wait. Michael didn't wait to give you a chance to call the hospital. No, I he didn't. He just jumped I, up. And I, I'm, I mean that in a very passionate and loving way. Oh, I know. Way. I know. I mean, yes. it was – It yes. was, and it's the beautiful picture is that a dream can have impact on more people than just the dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. The impact on me, I think in some ways, and I do understand, Sarah, that the level of intensity was not the same for me as for you because yeah. of what you were enduring. But in in its own way, it was as intense for me as it was for you that I had to do this. And so yeah. I'm on the phone with the uh, chaplain, and I just have to be tell you, I was amazed because the chaplain is like, well, I haven't had any pastors ask me how to do this. I don't know. I said, you know, I said, I've got to pray for him. And and it yeah. was like, I, I'll have to look into it. We haven't had anybody ask us this. And come to find out, the hospital had a policy of providing iPad video visits for the patients. And the just the chaplain's office just didn't know it because no no pastors had called and asked. Yeah. Not, at least not them. I'm not saying nobody had done right. that before. I mean, but. I knew the policy existed because yeah. I worked at that mm -hmm. hospital, and I told you that. I'm like, they're a, they're supposed to have a policy where you can speak to them um, by iPad. Um, so so they got right on it. Literally, you had the dream on Friday night. Saturday morning, you shared the dream. By midday yeah. Saturday, arrangements had been made for a nurse, and we didn't know at that time mm -hmm. for sure if they were going to let you talk to him or, or at as well or not we didn't know what uh -huh. their scheduling was going to be so we got on with the nurse in full negative pressure garb who i mean to go into the room they had it's to called donning okay they had donned their <laughs> their costume they oh, donned their oh, uh it's not a costume, equipment yeah. ppe <laughs> yeah everybody oh, knows what ppe is PPE, now personal yes. protective equipment so they had donned yeah. all this equipment they got this big mask on i mean it looked look, like they were breathing oxygen it looked like the movie you know. outbreak it did it really did <laughs> and they carry the ipad in and they turn it around and geo is laying there and and all I could do was just say, Geo, Sarah had a dream. You know what we believe about dreams. You have to fight. I mean, that's the first thing I had to tell him, even before praying mm -hmm, for him. Mm -hmm. And then we had Sarah on uh, the uh, on another phone, and you got to talk to him mm -hmm. then and encourage yeah. him. I, I remember exactly what you said, and your girls were saying it at the same time. Fight. Fight, Daddy! Fight, fight, Geo! Fight, yeah. fight! That's yeah. all y'all were saying. It was beautiful. So, and, and yeah. I owe you the apology of I'm sorry I spoke first because you should have been the one to do that. <laughs> he was fired uh, up. But it was it, good because I feel like um, he because even now that he spoke up, he was very adamant that you knew and that you were praying for him. So I think that God put that in your heart because. He needed to hear it from his pastor, that prayer. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. It was good. And it, it, it's and let me let me just say this: he, from that moment forward, literally from that moment forward, his numbers and statistics started to stabilize slowly mm -hmm. at first, right, and then picked up and picked up to starting getting better and better and better until he came mm -hmm. off some of the medications. 
They weaned him off yeah. the vent over about a week's period of time. And that's what I yeah. would call maybe a little more than that. I was going to say, uh, I think the days. first week yeah. after the dream, that week after the dream, because it was Friday, that whole week, yeah. it, it was, was touch and go. But, it but was touch he and was go, much but, more stable than he had been the day he went in and the two days we were there. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're, I'm not yeah. medical. He, you know what you're talking about. It was touch and go. It was touch and go. Yeah. That weekend, he was, um, they were like, the next 48 hours is critical. Exactly. Okay, here's so. what it was. <laughs> I saw it by faith so intently that it seems to me like it started that same day. No, I mean, me and Sarah and I were, t- I know you were listening a lot of times, but I mean, we were crying and just, you know, we were just undone so many days. And I felt like I didn't want to be a discouragement to you because I, I felt like, you know, it was just, it didn't look good at all. And there was another nurse I had talked to, and um, she agreed. It was just, you know, did not look good at all. And thank God. You know what? God is so good that he could give us just something to hang on to. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the nurses who risk their lives. They go in and out of those rooms in those suits, but it's not a guarantee that they don't get it. So we're thankful and grateful to the workers who really helped and and took care of him. And and Gio is is just so indebted to them as well and has expressed his love and gratitude towards them. So we we appreciate. Continuously. Yeah, and we appreciate you, Sarah, taking time this morning. We just popped it on you at the last minute, you know, (laughs) but we've we've got our first ray of sunshine knowing that he may be coming home pretty soon. So we thought maybe now is a good time to ask you to come on. So thanks for being with us. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. We're so grateful. Bless you, Sarah. Hey, it's been amazing to hear this story and that's not all of it. No. Uh, So if Sarah, you know, if Sarah uh, will, will, and Gio will let us, and I think they probably will, it may not be next week. This is part one and we'll keep moving to parts two and three and whatever. So, cause I just think this is such an amazing story. Everybody needs to hear it. This is one of those podcasts you're going to want to share with other people as an encouragement, not just because it's a podcast about dreams, but it's a podcast about the miraculous, the supernatural, about God intervening in the life of men. Yeah. And it's, it's just, and it's not because we did anything. Yeah. So it's awesome. Well, Thanks for joining us this week. All of you who've been listening, our time is up. I'll just remind you again, like the podcast, share it. If you're enjoying it, you'll find us. uh, Our Facebook page, uh, My Dreams, our Dream Stories podcast, uh, our website, mydreamstories.com. Just let us hear from you. If this has been a blessing to you, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, let us hear from you. You know, make a comment or a word of encouragement, even for Gio and Sarah. Uh, a lot of you have followed our Facebook posts on it. Uh, feel free to comment and encourage them even on this podcast episode. So thanks for joining us. And I will say, as I always do, till next time, keep dreaming.